and welcome to the Sunburn Collective. This is Khan, and I am coming to you from my home studio, uh, rather than the Jolt Radio Studios. Uh, and I am by myself. I am missing my partner, uh, Sergio, because of the quarantine uh, stay-at-home order situation. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but this is a very special coronavirus episode of the Sunburn Collective. Um, and so if you're listening to this years later, after the fact, after March 25th, 2020, then, uh, congratulations, you made it, you know, society's still ticking enough for SoundCloud to exist or Apple music or wherever you're listening to this. Um, that's cool. But if you're not, if you're listening to the streaming right now, I'm scared too. But, uh, anyway, Sergio couldn't make it cause he's, uh, well, we're not supposed to be visiting each other. That's what they're saying. Uh, but also he works in an essential business in a, uh, hand sanitizer factory. He is the head of manufacturing for a hand, san- overnight hand sanitizer operation, I might add. So, um, he's a hero. So, uh, congratulate him for that next time you see him. Uh, we are keeping in touch. So he knows that this is happening. Uh, I guess we got a good show for you tonight. I'm going to try my best to not be so long winded. This is like my fifth or sixth attempt at recording this intro. Uh, this is gonna be the last one. I don't want to do it again. Um, we are going to be featuring the work of Roy Ayers and Tatsuro Yamashita, both legends in their specific spheres and their, in their music careers. Uh, two very different artists, though similar in some ways, I guess. Um, we're going to start with the first round of features. We're going to do two features for each artist. So the first half of the show is going to be dedicated to Roy Ayers. But before I get into that, I do definitely want to say right off the top, RIP to Manu Dibango, who, uh, if you recall, was the subject of our last episode and uh, unfortunately is also one of the more high-profile victims of the coronavirus. He died of COVID-19 yesterday, actually. I think it was yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. The days are blurring together. I haven't been out of my house in like a week and a half. Um, I'm working remotely. Uh, Wink, wink. And anyway, I won't take up too much more of your time. So here we go. This is going to be... I'm going to play some Royer's tunes. I'll tell you about them later.
was Priscilla's Theme by Roy Ayers, uh, preceded by Golden Rod by Roy Ayers. Um, I wanted to try to, and I think I succeeded at, uh, picking slightly deeper cuts from Roy Ayers. Uh, I think probably, if you think Roy Ayers, probably the first song you think of is uh, Everybody Loves the Sunshine, so wanted to go ahead and not play that, because you can Google that, um, or you've probably heard it already. But anyway, um, specifically, I really like Priscilla's theme, that last track there, uh, because it's off of the soundtrack for the movie Coffee, which is a great movie starring Pam Greer, one of the classic black exploitation movies with, in my opinion, an underrated black exploitation soundtrack. Um, as you may know, if you're following the show, I'm a big, big fan and proponent of black exploitation film soundtracks. Uh, and I feel like the coffee soundtrack doesn't really get its due. Um, and I think Roy Ayers made a lot of contributions to that genre of music, including many others, uh, I think is a little underappreciated in that circle. But anyway, uh, as you may have noticed from the features, our first uh, half of the show is about Roy Ayers, who was born in South Central L.A., or what is now known as South Central L.A., in 1940. Um, and this was sort of a... it was what I read it as being described as like the Harlem of the West Coast, you know? So it was that kind of scene, a lot of jazz musicians, um, and he came up in this scene. He was given, he, he was given his first set of vibraphone mallets uh, by Lionel Hampton, and he would go on to make that his primary instrument. So if you didn't know that, maybe, perhaps you might have only heard Royer's name and didn't know that he's primarily a vibraphone player. Um, classic vibraphone player, maybe probably the most well-known. Um, well, anyway, he started his music career as a session musician uh, playing post-bop jazz music on Atlantic Records. Um, and he began sort of a long and storied career of not just playing music, but also composing music uh, with his Roy Ayers Ubiquity Project. A um, bunch of really great records that I would recommend to anybody. Um, and then, so, you know, that's his, like, basically from the 70s, basically the 70s is when he's, he's making his biggest impact musically um, as a composer and as an artist. But he would later be reinterpreted, uh, his work would be reinterpreted both by hip-hop producers as well as house music producers. So I got my introduction to Roy Ayers many, many years ago through the work of, like, Masters Masters at Work, for example, it's the house music outfit that uh, um, it featured his work, his vibraphone playing and his work on a lot of things. Um, also, Carrie Chandler, the legendary Carrie Chandler, was heavily involved with Roy Ayers' music. Roy Ayers also has the title of being the most... He's the artist with the most work sampled in subsequent hip-hop songs. There's a little bit of discrepancy between him and James Brown, but as far as I can make it out, James Brown has the overall volume. He has been sampled the most uh, by hip-hop artists. Um, but Royers has the most individual songs that have been sampled so you know like funky drummer has been sampled a thousand times by james brown but this is like individual songs that roy Ayers had so um and the best thing is that he's still working he's still working with folks um i think the most recent thing that i heard him on was on tyler the creator's album in like a couple years back um where you heard his vibraphone playing um a lot of people still look up to him and say that he was a huge musical inspiration. I am one of those people. Oh, yeah, the other thing is a nice show callback is that he also toured in Nigeria with Fela Kuti, um, who we also did a show on several moons ago. So you can go back and check out the uh, our show on Fela Kuti. But, um, you know, makes sense to me. They seem like a good pairing, especially for what would probably be a wild tour. Uh, well, anyway... What we can do next is get into the Roy Ayers set, uh, and then after that I will tell you a little bit about our next artist, Tats uh, Yamashita. Tatsuhiro, no, Tatsuro Yamashita, sorry. Still working with the Japanese. I got you on Turkish, though. Anyway, we'll catch you around after the set. 
So what you heard most recently was Chicago by Roy Ayers, the Prince Language Edit. Before that was Can You Dig It by Hot Mood. Before that was The Journey by QD. And starting off the set is Lonely D, the Sleazy McQueen rework. And uh, shout-outs to Sleazy McQueen, um, who I met, actually. This is... I don't know, I'm trying to think back. Back when people were allowed to go to bars and stuff like that. I think this was back in February. This is the first show since then. Um, got a chance to meet the fella. He's a very nice guy. He was spinning um, here at a local bar in Miami and uh, did a great job. It was a great night. Um, so, you know, hope to be crossing paths with him again if you get a chance to see him live anywhere. Or, I don't know, just check out his music if you don't know about it. Chances are you do if you're listening to our show, though. Anyway, that was uh, that was first half of the show having to do with Roy Ayers. Uh, the next sh- part of the show is gonna we're gonna move on to Tatsuri Yamashita. But before I tell you anything about him, I'm gonna go ahead and give you two features so you can get your uh, get a little taste before you find out more about the man and his work and his life. Um, anyway, we'll catch you on the backside of that later. Gina 
that was Daydream by Tatsuro Yamashita, preceded by Rainy Walk by Tatsuro Yamashita. Two very cool songs showing off, I guess, the range that the compositions of Tatsuro Yamashita have. Um, well, anyway, uh, if this is your first exposure to him, uh, then I guess I should introduce... Tatsuro Yamashita is being widely recognized as the king of uh, city pop. So city pop is a genre of music that was around in the late 70s and throughout the 80s in Japan, which kind of like took a lot of elements from American funk and disco, but also had kind of like a smoother, more easy listening vibe to it, um, which would subsequently become very popular the world over. Uh, and would become sort of sample fodder for a couple other genres of music, which I'll get into later. But the man, Tatsuro Yamashita, was born in 1953 in Japan and is a record producer and singer-songwriter from there. Uh, and, you know, what made several albums, actually. I think it's, the count is at 17 albums, two live studio albums, two live albums of uh, what people are calling city pop, and uh, I think one really cool thing to note about uh, Tatsuya Yamashita is that he is married to Maria Takuchi. So that name might be familiar to you if you're a music dork like me or if you're into city pop. But chances are, if you are into city pop and you live outside of Japan or outside of Asia, perhaps, um, you came through it to it through a song called Plastic Love by Maria Takuchi. Uh, Plastic Love inexplicably was favored by the YouTube algorithm uh, several years ago. This is the story that we've pieced together anyway. For some reason, the YouTube algorithm just started showing Plastic Love by Maria Takuchi to loads of people, uh, and it became a hit, but it was odd because it is like this was sort of a... It was obscure in, in the West. Um, there's actually a couple pretty good YouTube videos about specifically that song and its resurgence, its odd resurgence. But um, one thing to note about Plastic Love that I think is interesting is that it was produced by Tatsu Yamashita, and uh, it's not totally clear what his input on the song was. I think officially Maria Takuchi has sole writing credit on it, but he did play multiple, Tatsu Yamashita did end up playing multiple instruments on that track as well as produce it. Um, yeah, so, fun fact. And uh, so, basically, that marriage right there is, like, the, f the first family of city pop, I guess you would say. So, city pop uh, is noteworthy also in the modern context because it is the precursor to vaporwave and to a genre that I'm going to be playing uh, a lot, which is future funk. Now... Vaporwave tended to slow down City Pop. I'm going to do a set, a all-future funk set of Tatsuya Yamashita tracks that were sampled by uh, future funk artists, and in that case, they tend to speed the samples up. Um, so you can go either up or down with Tatsu's music, and I'll play a bunch of that. Um, I wanted to play some longer-form features that just feature his uh, standard style because... The future funk's going to sound slightly different. Uh, one more interesting note is that uh, Tatsura, Tatsura Yamashita wrote a track called Christmas Eve in 1983, which is one of Japan's standard Christmas songs now. So he's also getting that Bing Crosby money. Uh, so white Christmas, so green Christmas for I don't I don't know what Japanese money, what color it is, but he's making it. Um, so yeah, he's good. He'll be good for a while. Uh, but anyway, we're going to get into the Future Funk set, um, and I'll give you a track list of all that later. Um, I might want to do a whole Future Funk show one of these days, but that's for further pondering. Anyway, I'll catch you on the back end.
That was the Tatsuro Yamashita set. Uh, starting off that set was Kiki by Young Bay, uh, followed by Lonely Feeling, also by Young Bay. Both of those are off of his Japanese Disco Edits 3 project. After that was Night Tempo uh, Music Book, which is the, the sample fodder there is Music Book by Tatsuro Yamashita. Um, after that was Now and Forever by Macross8299. Not totally sure on how to pronounce that guy's name. There's Japanese characters in it. Uh, he's got like a vaporwave thing going on. Uh, and closing off the set is also Macross8299, New Dawn. Um, those, once again, that was a full Future Funk set. All those tracks sampled Tatsuri Yamashita songs uh i think i'm gonna go ahead and write out those samples also in the track descriptions when you go to our soundcloud or to our mix cloud so if you want to go snipe these guys' samples you can go do that um but with that i think that's everything we got for tonight uh stay safe out there internet cover your mouth wash your hands um and stay alive anyway good night <laughs>